Ephesians chapter 1. I realize this is graduation weekend and, and some people have uh, graduations to go to. Next year we'll have what? Micah, Gunner, Tanner, and April. Amen. And I got done praying for these two graduates. I leaned over to Mike and said, it'll, it'll be an hour for you. Gunner, about the same. So make sure you write that on your calendar that you'll be in church. Amen. We're proud of our graduates. They were both on an academic, what was it? Would you, what was it that you got? Academic what? Okay, didn't you get something? Area, all, all academic. So congratulations. We're proud of you. Amen. Yeah, you can give them a hand. We're going to go on today and we're talking about spiritual blessings. And I want to read to you uh, uh, from Ephesians chapter 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who what? Past tense. Who has blessed us? Say, I've already been blessed. Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy, without blame before Him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, by which He's made us accepted in the Beloved. Now, last week we talked about uh, the fact that you're chosen. Amen? And uh, I, I want you to know... Because of your, your relationship with Jesus Christ, you're blessed. And uh, I, I thought about this all the years. I'm not that old. I'll be 58. But through the years, I, I've come to realize something really important. So you graduates can listen to me. You can have a lot of knowledge, and God you know, wants you to be smart. He, knowledge is important. But I have learned. That it's who you know. <laughs> Dad's going like that. It's who you know that will open up doors of opportunity for you. It's relationships, mentors that God will bring into your life. And, and I've had uh, one specific gentleman that was in my life. And in fact, he wasn't even a Christian. But he was a mentor to me. Kathy had a, a woman in her life, a coach that was a mentor to her. Yeah, I had parents. But I had somebody that, that took the time to give me some wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And sh lead me by the hand and show me how to do something. And here, 40-some years later, I'm doing it because of that mentor. Because of that relationship. It's no different, spiritually speaking, you have a relationship, I have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's because of that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that I can walk in the blessings of the Lord. So, understand how important it is to 
to, you know, in the natural to have people come into your life. But remember, you have Jesus. And when you have Jesus, you're in Christ. We talked about that. The Message Bible says in verse 11, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. I like that. It's in Christ. It's because of your relationship with Jesus Christ that you find out who you are and what you're living for. So you graduates, you know, you'll find out who you are living for. You're going to find out what you're called to do. Why? Very simply because of your relationship with Jesus Christ. That's simple. Don't pursue a relationship with Christ. Then remain an idiot the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's so sad that, you know, you graduates, what I said to you today, I wasn't planning on saying that. So it had to be the Spirit of God. So I hope you remember what I said, because I just forgot. Remember it. Amen. Cemeteries are full of people that never fulfilled their destiny. In fact... I, I pray this. Every time you go by a cemetery, you're going Memorial Day weekend. I want you, when you go, and I've got to go down, you know, I've refrained from going to Fairbury since my mom died. I haven't been there. But I'm going to have to go. You have to put flowers on the grave. I want you to, when you're going to put flowers on the grave, if you do that, think about all those people that are there in that cemetery never fulfilled their destiny. That's sad. Isn't it? That's pathetic. God has a destiny for you and I. We have a destiny to fulfill, but it's only found in Christ. It's only found by way of abiding in the vine. It's only found by staying hooked up with the Word on a daily basis. So, number one, the Bible says, He chose us in Him. Say, I've been chosen. I gave you the Scripture, and I'm going to read them to you again. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. Graduates, you have been appointed to go and bear fruit and be productive for the kingdom of God. 1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. Psalm 139 For you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there was none of them. Aren't those beautiful scriptures? That's the word of the Lord for you. That's the word of the Lord for me. I, I didn't get to do this last week, but I want to read to you the, the word, the Greek word, the description that Rick Renner gives for the Greek word chosen. He says, those of us who are believers were also saved by no accident. Paul writes, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. The word chosen in the Greek is a compound of the words E-K and L-E-G-O. Ech means out and the word lego means I say. 
Together, these words literally mean, out I say. It can also mean to call out, to select, to elect, or to personally choose. In classical Greek writings, this word eklego referred to a person or a group of people who were selected for a specific purpose. For example, the word eklego was used for the selection of men for military service. It was also used to denote soldiers who were chosen out of the entire military to go on a special mission or do a special task. Finally, it was used for politicians who were elected by the general public to hold a public position or execute a special job on behalf of the community. Some of them you want to say out, I say. (laughs) Right? They don't belong there. In every case where the word eklego is used to portray the election or selection of individuals, it conveys, now listen, the idea of the great privilege and honor of being chosen. The great privilege and honor of being chosen. So have you been chosen? Didn't I just give you the scriptures that apply to you as a believer about being chosen? A chosen believer. Then it says it's a great privilege. It's an honor to be chosen. It also strongly speaks of the responsibility placed on those who are chosen to walk, act, and live in a way that is honorable to their calling. That's good. So when you think about being chosen, you and I are chosen, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We've been called out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love. But it also... It it impresses upon us the fact that we need to walk in a certain way, live in a certain way. Amen? And he says, because of the great privilege of being elected to a higher position or selected to perform a special task, those who are chosen bear a responsibility to walk and act in accordance with the calling that has been extended to them. Boy, I'm sorry, graduates, this... I don't even preach special sermons. Mother's Day, Father's Day. That that this is really geared toward, you know, everyone here, but especially those those that are going off into the world to do something. You're to walk in a certain way. You're to act in a certain way. You're to talk in a certain way. You represent the kingdom of God. I represent the kingdom of God. God, it says, uh, looked out at the human race and personally selected, elected, and specially chose us to come away from the world and be permanently enlisted as His sons and daughters. Now as children of the King, we bear the awesome responsibility of walking worthily of, worthily of the high calling that we have received. One word chosen in the Greek. So when we go around and say, I'm chosen, I'm chosen, I'm the chosen one. Well, sweetheart, maybe you are the chosen one, but you're to act like it, look like it, talk like it, and walk like it. 
It's awful quiet here in this Presbyterian church today. The next thing, number two, and I'll end with that. I'm not going to go on to number three. But it says, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So we've been chosen in him, but we have been adopted. Anyone here adopted? No one here adopted? Not or you weren't adopted. Did he raise his hand? Yeah. Are you serious? (laughs) Would you escort him out of here, Abe? (laughs) Anybody know anybody that's been adopted? There you go. A lot of hands. Okay. Now... Adoption was a common practice among the Greeks and the Romans who granted to their adopted son all the privileges of a natural son, including inheritance rights. What tells us in verse 11, Ephesians 1, in him also we have obtained an inheritance. So in in the Greeks and Romans, they adopt someone and, and they're a son. They still have all the rights. See, there are rights and privileges that you and I have in Christ Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, But as many as received Him or received Christ, to them He gave the right to become the children of God to those who believe in His name. Romans 8.29 says, For whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. So we've been adopted. I want you to look at Romans 8. Do turn over there. Romans 8, which further expands what I just said. And verse 14. Romans 8 and verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. How many of you, you, maybe your head can't tell, but you know in your heart You're a son and a daughter of the Most High God. It's just an inward witness, you know. Sure, you've got to deal with a squirrely mind and a physical body, but you know that you know that you know you belong to Him. Amen? And it says, And if children then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Redemption in the mind of the Father means a new creation. It means sonship with all its privileges. Sonship with all its privileges. Now listen, sonship with all its privileges. You know, Pastor Brad was up here saying how they were blessed and in the, their property and, and all of that. Sonship with all its privileges. That's simple. Amen? It means we have come into the family and have family rights and privileges now that nothing can interrupt as long as we walk in love with Him. I'm thinking of the 
when you talk about family, you think about the mob. There's a commercial on TV. I really like it. And there, it's, it's Johnson Bratz. Have you seen the commercial? And the, the, the wimpy guy is, is cooking this big hunk of a guy who's a mobster, you can tell. And the mobster says, take care of all these hide this for me and he's telling this geeky guy where to hide all the stuff and but he prefaced all that with saying you know we're you're part of the family we're all one family now and the guy holding the hot dog says yeah i believe that we're all in one family and it shows a guy in a florist truck watching with a you know a camera so and then the guy realizes i'm in over my head here but you join the mob there's there's privileges there's rights See, they understand the word covenant. Most Christians don't even understand the word covenant. You're, you're part of a family. You have rights and you have privileges. These graduates here today, you know one of the privileges? I prayed for them. I blessed them. I spoke the living word of God over them. It's a right and a privilege. You know, some of us, we want more than that. You younger generation coming up, you think it's all owed to you. Forget it. Get out there and work for it like everybody else. Don't lay around and do nothing. Get out and get a job. Work. It's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. But there's sonship. There's privileges. Amen. So we're blessed in Christ. Say, I'm blessed in Christ. I'm chosen. I'm adopted. Amen. See, I adopted him. I treat him like a son. Sometimes I talk to him like a father. Don't I? Uh-huh. I called Brad and Court in my office today and I told him something. Like a father. They weren't in trouble. I just told him some things. There's sonship. There's privileges. There's rights. So when you leave here today... Just don't think, oh, I'm chosen. Pastor said, I'm, I'm the chosen one. Remember, there are responsibilities that go along with being chosen. You represent God the Father. You represent the kingdom of God. You represent this church. I said, you represent this church. So don't disappoint God the Father. Father, today we thank you for your word. Lord, I'm speaking to a people that are in Christ. They've been chosen by you, adopted by you. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you have a specific plan and purpose, not just for these young people, Lord God, for everyone here, and it's not too late to get hooked up with the kingdom of God. So Father, we leave here today in Christ. We came in in Christ, we're leaving in Christ and we thank you, Lord, for the awesome, awesome, Lord, responsibility that we have, that we, Lord God, go forth and represent you in, a, in the right fashion. And so, Father, I call these people blessed today. Spiritually, I call them blessed. Physically, I call them blessed financially, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.